Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by two guests with Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Ted Ostelder, Medicaid president, and Paul Noble, commercial president for Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Thank you both for coming on the show today. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. So we're going to be talking about this Medicaid renewal process, which some of our listeners may have heard a little bit about. We've done some reporting here at WIS Business on this topic. So we're going to do our best to provide an overview and talk about uh, what folks here in Wisconsin should know about this. So First off, um, Ted, maybe we can start with you. Uh, can you just talk about this Medicaid renewal process overall and how people with Medicaid benefits might be impacted? Sure. We go back to the beginning of uh, uh, the start of COVID-19, a public health emergency put in place a suspension of the determinations for eligibility. And that process is now coming to an end. We call that redeterminations, redetermining folks' eligibility for the safety net program. So states around the country, including Wisconsin, are going to now begin to check whether a member is still eligible to receive their Medicaid health coverage based on whether they've had a change in income or a household size change or or age or disability status change. This redetermination process in Wisconsin will go over 12 months. Um, and, you know, a common reason many will transition is that those might have had a change of employment or one of those other factors I mentioned have changed. So uh, no real estimates right now on how many Wisconsin could lose access to coverage, but the overall growth in the Medicaid program had, since the public health emergency began is about 300,000. And so some, you know, you know, everyone has to go through and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about you know, what we think might happen here with regards to where these people end up. Gotcha. Great. I'm glad you touched on the timeline for that as well. I understand this is going to be something that's happening over the coming months. So um, folks may have some time to figure it out, but uh, anything more that people should know about this timeline? Will different individuals yeah. have to look at uh, you know, different times for this? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, essentially the state has, has, has started the process of redeterminations. Right. The first notification letters for folks went out uh, last month and it went out statewide um, to let people know uh, what their new renewal dates are over the course of the next 12 months. So that letter is out and people have received those. Secondly, the very first cohort of individuals for the first month will be getting their 45 day letter noticed, and that's happening essentially now, and it's hitting the mailboxes. Uh, and this process every month will continue through May 24th, but it's happening now, Alex. Letters are in the mail. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good to know. Uh, so, Paul, I'd like to turn to you with this next question. Um, you know, let's let's talk more about the folks who might be impacted here. Obviously, some efforts are already underway to reach out to them. How can people figure out if they're at risk of losing coverage and what kind of options are they looking at? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Alex. Great question. Yes, Ted, 
uh, Ted mentioned, you know, the state's doing a great job of trying to outreach and letters are in the mail. There's a lot of um, information that you see in the marketplace. Um, you know, one of the, I think the overarching message that we have for, for everybody in Wisconsin, regardless of, you know, where you sit geographically, where you sit from uh, an economic or social perspective, or what type of insurance coverage, coverage you, you have, is stay covered, right? Look, the, the last thing we wanted to have happen is people fall through the gaps for, for any reason. So emphasizing some of the, the things that Ted mentioned is making sure you're you know, looking for the notification from DHS, reading it and then acting on it is, is probably the most important thing that, that folks could be doing right now. Um, once that redetermination process starts to you know, kick in, there will be the majority of the folks will remain on Medicaid. Um, so that, that's, I think, positive news for a lot of folks. Uh, but there will be, you know, uh, populations and cohorts of people that will no longer be eligible for Medicaid for, for various different reasons. If you're, if you're no longer eligible, then there's a lot of really good options in the marketplace. So that's one thing I would share is that uh, Wisconsin has a lot of diversity in the options that are available. Uh, one option is um, through employer coverage. So your, employ your employment status may have changed over the past three years, and now you are um, eligible for an employer-sponsored health plan. So one area of people, you know, someone that is employed can go and talk to their employer, uh, reach out to your human resource department and ask them what options are available to them. Uh, secondly, um, there are regional enrollment network and um, certified enrollment um, uh, resources available throughout the state. They've done a tremendous job of, again, promoting and outreaching to folks um, and you can reach into them to get additional information. Uh, and then uh, many of those folks will, um, they may not fall into the category of an employer-sponsored health plan. They may no longer be eligible for Medicaid, but they could be eligible for an individual um, health product in the marketplace. One of the things that I think it's important to share is that um, there, many people may not understand how affordable individual policies are on the marketplace today. Um, there's a lot of different policies that are available for either zero premium or very low premium. And not only uh, could the premium be zero, but there are subsidies for um, cost shares as well. So for copays, deductibles and the like, depending on your personal status, you could be eligible for that as well. So in many instances, um, you can end up with you know, virtually free health insurance through the marketplace rather than through, um, through their current status on Medicaid. Gotcha, absolutely. Glad to hear about all those resources that are out there for folks. Uh, any other resources or help that you wanted to maybe flag that we haven't gone over already? Yeah, I mean, I think I would emphasize um, what, what Ted mentioned as the first Point of attack, accesswisconsin.gov is a, is a great place to go um, to update your information. For those looking for additional information, in addition to contacting your employer, coveringwisconsin.org is a, is a phenomenal resource with a lot of different um, ways to interact and gain additional information. Um, healthcare.gov, just going to the, to the general healthcare.gov uh, CMS website has additional information. And then from an Anthem perspective, we have uh, a really nice tool uh, that is anthem.com backslash stay covered. 
And what that will do is that will help you navigate um, through a series of questions. Well, what could be options that are available to you? It could be a Medicaid opportunity. It could be a commercial individual uh, product, like I mentioned. It could be even Medicare. Um, so one of the I think, nice things about Anthony in Wisconsin, we have all those options available to, um, to you know, residents across the entire state. So lots of good information available there. Excellent. Really glad to hear about all those resources that uh, folks can use as they're navigating what might be a confusing process for some. Uh, I want to ask, do either of you have any other thoughts that you wanted to share before we wrap up here? Any um, any final thoughts that our listeners should know about or that I should be paying attention to in the coming weeks and months? You know, for uh, from the Medicaid perspective, Alex, um, and, and Paul and I share this, uh, I think all stakeholders are looking to work together to try to ensure that folks stay covered, uh, that, that, the, that if they are eligible, that they get the help that they need to navigate what hasn't happened in three years, which is the renewal process. And so for many, that will be a new thing to do. Uh, for those who navigate that and they need, find that they need to find alternative coverage, they explore the options, as Paul indicated, the, the employer or marketplace options, but where all stakeholders in the state, the healthcare stakeholders, our state government partners, uh, brokers, uh, constituency groups, we really want to make sure that we navigate this transition time period to ensure that we can maintain that low uninsured rate that we have in Wisconsin of about five and a half percent. We rank in the top 10 on uninsured. That's good for public health. Uh, that's good for healthcare financing. Um, and so we're, we're really working collaboratively and we're proud at Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield, as Paul said, to be able to have options for people wherever they are in their life journey, uh, if it's Medicaid, commercial, individual, or employer, or Medicare, some people aging into those products as well. Alex, it's Paul. The last thing you know, you know, Ted mentioned earlier, the call to action of you know, watch, read, and act. Absolutely, that needs to be emphasized. And um, now's the time, right, to, to get informed, start to um, you know, get information. Even if your renewal date is further out, Now's a really great time to start doing some research. And um, another resource that we didn't mention are providers within the community. Uh, we've created a toolkit that's available to them that helps them guide their patients to the options that we just discussed. So um, you know, it's a really important relationship that um, the, the, the patient and the provider should, you know, they should feel free to ask questions around that. Obviously, you know, gaining and retaining access to the provider of of choice that you're comfortable with is really important, as well as you know what are the overall costs tied to um, to you know seeking care and services. Those are types of questions they should be asking, and I think now is a great time to get informed. Um, and um, tremendous amount of resources, like I said, across the state uh, to take advantage of those. So that would be my call to action: is to to get involved now and start to educate yourself. For for many people, the last point I make: for many people, not only for the rest of 2023. But as we get into 2024, you know, the decisions that they'll make around the, the, the process, the redetermination process, it could be their single largest financial decision they're going to make over the next 12 to 18 months. So uh, it's really important, that, really important that they get involved and, and get engaged and ask a lot of questions. Great. Well, 
Thanks, Paul. And thanks again, Ted, both of you for sharing your insight on the WIS Business Podcast. Uh, really appreciate your time and spending the time walking me through some of these things. Thanks for having us, Alex. Great. Thank you for your time, Alex. We appreciate it. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.